to Aquifer's Educator Connection Podcast. I'm your host, Lynn Robbins. Today I'm speaking with Drs. Kirsten Knackers and Melissa Held about Comcept's Curriculum Mapping Project. We'll be discussing how pediatrics educators have collaborated in the past and continue to collaborate to ensure that Aquifer cases and the Comcept National Curriculum are well integrated and that Aquifer Pediatrics comprehensively covers the Comcept curriculum. Before we jump into our discussions, I'd like to ask each of you to introduce yourselves. Kirsten, why don't we start with you? So I am Dr. Kirsten Knackers. I am an associate professor of pediatrics and a pediatric hospitalist at the University of Wisconsin, where I also serve as the director of medical student education for our department. I have been a CompSET member for about 10 years and served as one of the co-leaders of their technology collaborative. Um, And that also um, helped facilitate the connection to Aquifer, um, helped me meet some of the folks uh, in leadership at Aquifer. And then I joined as the senior director and editor-in-chief of the Pediatrics Board in July of 2021. Thanks. And how about you, Melissa? My name is Melissa Held. I am a physician in pediatric infectious diseases, and I am the Associate Dean of Student Affairs at the University of Connecticut School of Medicine. I started off in CompSEP as an assistant clerkship director back in 2006, Uh, you know, became the pediatric clerkship director, and through CompSEP also was part of the curriculum collaborative or task force. And I became one of the associate editors for Aquifer eight or so years ago. I can't even remember now. (laughs) And was asked a a few years ago to be the curriculum lead for Aquifer. I was asked to work with a small group with three other individuals to revise the national concept curriculum. So the pediatric clerkship curriculum for third year students. So that was what I've been doing for the past few years. Well, welcome to you both. It's so good to meet you, connect with you, and and talk to you about your ComSet mapping project. So I'm going to begin just by asking you to tell me a little bit about the relationship between ComSet and Aquifer. Aquifer really grew out of ComSet. ComSet has both U.S. and Canadian members Um, And they wrote the first concept pediatrics curriculum in 1993. So it was following the implementation of that curriculum in 1993 that Dr. Leslie Fall, the founder of Aquifer, um, and other concept members um, worked together to write a series of 31 pediatrics cases intended to cover the breadth of that original concept curriculum. And they were designed to be implemented through a computer-based system. And that work took place from 2000 to 2003 and was funded with a HRSA grant and was really quite successful. And so that has evolved into one of the Aquifer case series, Aquifer Pediatrics, which has 32 cases today. They added one more to it. Um, And multiple other case series have grown up as part of Aquifer as well. And Melissa, did you have anything to add to that? Um, no, that's exactly correct. Then over time, of course, Aquifer has really become a, a really multidisciplinary uh, educational um, organization of which, you know, the pediatric cases are just one small part of. 
Right. So really, um, I would say pediatrics was kind of a testing ground uh, for <laughs> yes <laughs> for this notion that you can create a case-based curriculum that could be used, well, not only nationally, but perhaps internationally at some point. Correct. I think it's helpful to talk a little bit about what's happened over the past five years or so. So the concept curriculum, as Kirsten indicated, was started in 1993. It underwent a couple more revisions over time, but then about five years ago, myself and and three other concept individuals were tasked with really looking at the curriculum in this modern age of medical education to see if this curriculum still worked for everyone. Our group really underwent a very thorough needs assessment. We looked at previous survey data from the annual concept survey. We did some focus groups at the annual meeting and really took a comprehensive look at the curriculum. And and what we found was that it was really just it was just a very, very long list of objectives. And it was really unruly. It was very difficult for people to use, um, certainly in this modern era where some clerkships are short in pediatrics. You know, no longer do we have the standard eight-week or 12-week clerkship in pediatrics. Uh, some schools have a four-week pediatric clerkship, whereas, you know, at my institution, we still had an eight-week clerkship. Some have it a little bit more ambulatory heavy. Some have it more inpatient heavy. So we really needed to revise the curriculum in a way that was going to be flexible for all of its users. Um, And so over a couple of year period, we did just that. We kept the original objectives from the original concept curriculum, but really updated it in a way to make it more flexible And the intent was to really think about the student who was really not going into pediatrics. So what do we want every student to know when they have finished a pediatric clerkship, no matter how long it is, no matter what their experiences are, and really distill it down to the foundational types of objectives that we want met. And that's really how we kind of reorganized the curriculum. So there are a list of foundational objectives. And then within that, there are three domains, which we called the care of the acutely ill child, care of the child with chronic health care needs, and care of the well child. And within each of those domains were what we call core objectives. So things that we felt like every clerkship should really try to cover no matter how long. And then supplemental objectives. So if you had a longer clerkship, if you had specialty care, if you had specialty units, things like that. So that was kind of where things started. And then the obvious question then became, does the aquifer pediatric cases still comprehensively cover this new curriculum? I had such an intimate knowledge of both at that point. It really was very um, obvious for me to be the one kind of looking at all of these along with our amazing pediatric board to say, hey, let's look at our cases and are they still fitting the objectives of this sort of revised curriculum? The the end product was that every aquifer case really does comprehensively cover the revised concept curriculum. So we were very confident in being able to tell our concept members, hey, you know, here's the new revision of the curriculum. Um, We actually have a a new committee that's a subcommittee out of the curricular uh, collaborative or curricular task force that is starting to add 
learning activities, because obviously a full curriculum, not only does it start with the needs assessment and the formulation of objectives, but then you need to have learning activities and assessment tools. So we, after revising all the objectives in the concept curriculum, have sort of passed on this next project to a subcommittee of the curricular um, collaborative I happen to still be on this activities group, but we are then able to put into each of the um, concept objectives activities within each that concept members, clerkship directors, any pediatric educator can then say, well, how am I going to teach this objective? I need a way to teach this. And it's being done also comprehensively. So not only are aquifer cases given as examples of activities that can be done to fulfill that objective, but concept members are putting in some of their own resources, videos that they have created on their own or seen, um, wonderful workshops and other teaching sessions from places like MedEd Portal. Um, so it's, it's a much more um, comprehensive list of different learning activities, but the aquifer cases are in there. So, you know, if you have a relatively short curriculum, you don't have a lot of resources in your clerkship, you could easily say, just by using the aquifer pediatric cases, I am still comprehensively covering what is our national curriculum. So you can rest assured that your LCMA learning objectives are being met. Exactly. Exactly. The other thing that's really great about the aquifer cases is that we've worked with some really talented, brilliant staff and aquifer to create a couple of tools that people will soon be able to use where if they want to mix and match the kinds of objectives that they need covered, they can very quickly pull out the cases for which those objectives are being covered. We have a couple of pilot prototypes, I guess I would say, that are really going to make that much more useful for, for pediatric educators. I love this. It sounds like it's much more user-friendly, so your constituents don't have to hunt and pick. I'm just curious, is there a document that clerkship coordinators or clerkship directors can refer to? We will have in the future the list of aquifer cases that fulfill learning activities for all of the objectives. There's even going to be a workshop at our annual meeting coming up where they're going to kind of fill in a lot of that. And so I don't know that it's ready for prime publication yet. On the flip side, however, our aquifer cases have, you know, as we've been talking about, have already been mapped to our core and supplemental objectives. And really those pilot prototypes are, we're just getting feedback now. And um, I think our hope is to, show more people how that works and get feedback on that to make any final little edits to the to the pilot. I've heard a number of times that during COVID, when students couldn't be in clinic, Aquifer was an invaluable resource for teaching clinical skills and reasoning. What does it offer now when students are back in clinic? Well, I, the first thing that came to my mind is just um, that confidence that the aquifer pediatrics curriculum does comprehensively cover the concept curriculum. And so if I use the aquifer cases, I know that I could cover the curriculum. And that came in handy in COVID. And it also comes in handy when a student needs help with remediation, you know, to be able to isolate cases that can help them with that. 
And not related to this curriculum mapping project, but Aquifer has a number of educator resources as well to help teachers use the Aquifer uh, cases um, in a flipped classroom style or to uh, encourage deeper thinking about the cases. You know, what if what if this had happened instead? How would that change the outcome of the case or how would that change your clinical reasoning and your approach? For me during COVID and beyond, um, it really has been about that, that confidence um, in the uh, coverage that the aquifer cases provide and the options to use them a little bit more creatively. If you can't be in front of a patient, I really do think that this is an, an excellent substitute because it really is meant to mimic those real live patient encounters. We still have students who are out with illness or or have personal issues going on and and perhaps this is a way to um have them make up some assignments or make up some time i think the the information about how to use these as remediation tools and working with students to, on their diagnostic reasoning skills and clinical reasoning skills is is a really important one because i think remediation and and working with students on um their critical thinking skills is just so important so I understand the CompSet meetings are coming up. What would you like your CompSet members to know as we're approaching that meeting? I'm just, I'm really excited for us to all be together at the annual meeting next month in Long Beach, um, where our Aquifer group will be together as part of the bigger CompSet group. We're all CompSet members and Aquifer board members. And so we're looking forward to gathering together. Well, that sounds like a great opportunity for individuals who are interested in getting involved in joint CompSEP and Aquifer initiatives to learn more about the work and where their skills might be needed. Thank you both for making time to share your stories with me.